Hey. Hey, y'all. This is episode 31 of the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. Yes. No, I love you more. Yes, that's no comma. I love you in parentheses more. Yes, um, we're going to get into what this episode is about. But before we get into the episode, we wanted to share some listener feedback from last week. Yeah, uh, we got this on the 13th, so a few days ago. We got it through a contact form from our website, which means this person went to the website and sent in a response, like, just to the podcast, which is really nice. That means y'all are going to the website. It is, and we appreciate it. Um, Her name is Kashina. And did, did she mind that? I didn't say the last name. Oh, are okay, there a okay. million Kashinas? It might be a couple of them. I don't know. And Kashina, give us, like, a like. On Instagram or something, if you West Indian, she I have is. A theory. I think she sent oh, us okay. a message on Instagram. <laughs> I think she's uh, or her, her husband's Guyanese or her dad. Maybe there there has to be a connection up. there. No, yeah, because that's a Guyanese. Uh, yeah, you West Indian as so. All right, Kristen. Yeah, hold up. I'm really want to find that message. So I already finds that again. Just no, um, I have the message. <laughs> Maybe if I'm so getting listening. We really appreciate the feedback. Yes, I'm thinking about another follower. It's always very timely too. Yes. When we get like some nice words, words of encouragement. Yeah, What'd it was nice. So she said, I was looking for podcasts to listen to about marriage while I am at work and ran across your podcast. I just finished episode two and I absolutely love your podcast. Thank you for sharing your world with me. That's what's up. Thank you. I like it when people just randomly discover us by mistake when they're looking for something else. Right. And if you made it past <laughs> episode two, you're a real trooper because you that are. was our longest episode. I think to date. Yeah, we got to get some more two-hour episodes in. No, that was... Have you even gone back and listened to that? No, you know I haven't. I don't think I have either. I don't don't, don't mess with old work. That's my old work. I mean, I do mess with it, but... That episode always makes me so mad. (laughs) Not the episode, but the topic. Which one was that? That X. Oh. eh. The non-negotiables. Good times. So, um, so what was her name again? Kashina? Yes. Thank Actually, you I'm much. getting two listeners mixed up. We had another listener message us on Instagram. She saw our flag, your flag on the background. Mm-hmm. Her husband's Guyanese. So she was like, hey, look at that. Yeah. So shout out to you for messaging us. All right. We also would like to give a special shout out to everyone who listened to last week's episode. Tell me more. Because, did, did, is this a drum roll? No. I tap the mic. Oh, I don't think it. It doesn't come. I'm going to learn how to put drums in. I, I know how to. Can can I get us a soundboard? Because I would like to. I think it comes with the system we use. Right, anyway, go ahead. anyway, <laughs> we got best of podcasts on our on our podcast. Um, usually it's episodes one and two. Y'all Ooh. love episodes one and two. That has over almost a thousand downloads. Both those episodes, but this last episode was downloaded so often that iTunes switched it up and. Our Tell Me More episode 31 and 30 was best of podcast for three days. That's what's up. On our. Like, it doesn't matter. It was, it was best. That's all they heard. Yeah. Yeah. We had best. On ours. <laughs> so thank you. That has since changed back to episode one and two. But we really appreciate y'all listening and loving the episode. All right. All right. Let's get into it. We hope you enjoy. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with my seeds, like. Now check it out. I've been a father since I was a toddler. I would teach a mother father. Hey. And we're back. 
We are your hosts. My name is Mikey. I'm Randy. And again, this is the Black Millennial Marriage Podcast, episode 31. Yes. No, I love you more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are you saying yes, you love me more? No, I'm saying yes. Because we know I love you more than you love me. Which is the point of this episode. <laughs> um, today, we're just going to talk about some of like the common squabbles between men and women when it comes to relationships or communication in general. And we're really going to touch on like some divisive topics. Divisive yeah. topics. I don't know if I way like that. It. I don't think we did a good job of. I think when we get into the when we get into the conversation, it'll make sense. In our production meeting, we were trying to figure out how we were going to explain why we were doing this episode and what it was about, but we were struggling. We know what we want it to sound like, so you're just going to hear that. So the backstory. Well, before we get into nah, that, we can't. Yeah, we don't do backstory. Sorry, before baby. we get into any of that, it's your lead. I'm sorry. We're gonna do a love story by my wife this week, and we're gonna end it off as always with some. Much appreciated PDA, because I need some today. Yeah. And a fight or flight brought to you by the greatness that is me. Yeah. So, what you got for us, baby? What's your love story? All right. So, maybe I have two. Is that too much? They're really short. You, no? you want to share two love stories? I mean, I can share it. I just, just feel like I like first. both I'm, the I'm things. okay with that. So, I found this on Atlanta Black Star. I feel like I've done something from here before. I've never heard that website. I would have made fun of it, but go ahead. Uh, it's very old. Sounds I mean, the articles are old, but the site is it's up and running. Okay, Atlanta Black Star. And Continue. it was in the article was six very warm and inspiring black love stories, and so I wanted to do two because two of these stories really stood out to me as what we're gonna talk about, like the theme of today. Okay, and so one second. I got to go back one more page. All right. So this first, <laughs> this first couple, Arthur and Ruby Lawrence. Have you heard of these couples? This um, couple? I know Arthur. Not the show, babe. From when I was a child, but that's it. So at the ages of 16 and 18, Arthur and Ruby Lawrence got married on the back porch of a farmhouse in Wake Forest, North Carolina. Okay. After a brief celebration of fried fish and lemonade. Like black people, you know, we love yeah. it. They began their lives as a family, going on to have nine children. Bless your heart, Jesus Ruby. Christ. Bless you. Bless you and your uterus. Nine children? Yes. Okay. It must have been the dick. Because, hey, no way. <laughs> the Lawrence's moved up north for better employment opportunities and have lived in the same home in Rhode Island since 1945. Hmm. They became a power couple, embarking on great endeavors in their time, from starting a church to establishing a scholarship fund that has recently honored six students with scholarships from major universities. So this was written in, like, 2013. They were also named, um, I'm sorry, President Obama and First Lady Michelle when they were president mm-hmm. and First Lady. They still are. Continue. Right. Sent a letter of recognition to commemorate the Lawrence's 70th anniversary. And the Lawrence's best advice to a black couple is you have to always forgive. You don't but you don't forget, but you have to forgive. You never forget nothing. I don't care what it is. You will always think about it forever. But you have to forgive or you won't be forgiven. That was the Lawrence's as a couple? Yeah. And, why? Uh, advice or was it like the wife? Why why do you think it's not the wife? <laughs> I really want to know why you why you would think that's got to because be the wife. Because it's safe forgive but not forget. I can forget. Mike, he's not saying not forget. I'm, 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 it's a joke. They're saying. I hear what they're saying. Well, it did not break down who said it. It just said the Lawrence. Uh-huh. 
after 70 years, they probably did say the same thing. Maybe. The second couple. Wait, has, no, I like that first one. That was you? nice. 70 years? Yeah. They were married 70 years. Yes. I know. We could do we could do 70. We could do 70. Could we? I think you'd kill me after 72, but I think we could we could make it to 70. How old would we be by then? Oh. 90s? Will we? Yeah. I'd like to be 90-something with you. That'd be funny. Yeah, I'd like to go at a nice, crisp 91. You know, year I was born. I was thinking yeah. 93. Yeah, that number sucks. Does it? I'm not a fan of it. All right, go ahead. Second part. Ralph and Tilly Lee Pullen. That's their real name? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like, these are old black couples. They gotta be. You're naming your baby After Tilly. 75 years of marriage. Okay. Um, they got a lot of unexpected attention for being one of the longest living married couples right here in Georgia. That's what's up. Yeah. The McDonald couple tied the knot in 1938 after two years of dating. Mr. Pullen said that it was a strong attraction at first sight. She had to sit on part of my knee and that got my attention. That made me think of the first time <laughs> we started talking as a brother and sister. Remember I had to sit on your lap? You did sit on my lap out here being a hoe. <laughs> my mom had some worries about that too when she... She, she was addressing you being a hoe. No, she was mad. She said, where was the teachers? Where Not were the around. Teachers? They was being a hoe. I don't know. Let's go ahead. Through their courtship, no, though their courtship has had its challenges, for two years, the pair had to keep their relationship a secret from Tilly Lee's mother. So instead of telling her that Ralph was married or was dating her, he had to act like he was dating her older sister. What? Yeah. Oh. So... Nevertheless, their union is still going strong today. <laughs> their union has produced eight children, six grandchildren, 33 great-grandchildren, one great-great-grandchild, and another on the way. Now their long-lasting devotion has been recognized in a proclamation from their mayor and a congratulatory letter from President Obama. So he, he also sent something to them. Hmm. When asked about the secret of their successful marriage, a tearful Mr. Pullen said they would not have gotten to this point without the grace of God. Our marriage was like the ocean, he said. I'm not trying to say big words, but you know how the ocean waves go up and down? At the bottom, God was there. And every time we hit bottom, God pushed us back up. I like that. Isn't that nice? So if you married longer than 70 years, you get a shout out from the Obamas. <laughs> when, they were, when they were. Is that the requirement for getting an Obama shout out? Yes. But by the time we've married for 70 years, I don't think they'll be here, Mike. They're going to live forever. What are you talking about? Okay. Mm-hmm. What if Michelle and Barack secretly listen to this podcast? I doubt it. <laughs> what if they're so bored that they... I'm sorry. Good. That's it. So I just wanted to share those two love stories, mainly because I really like the like the old age aspect of it. They're black couples. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been married for a long time. And we're talking about some divisive topics we've had to battle within our own relationship slash things that still come up and how they mirror to what's going on in the world right now right um well first of all i love that you pick stories that had the theme of like long-lasting marriages mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. we're all about representation and yeah. i think that for our listeners and i'm just assuming that y'all are looking for representation and things and that's partially why y'all listen to us in this foolishness but um I don't know. It's nice knowing that there are people out there who are doing this shit. Yeah. And can make it through it. And this isn't just for the married people listening, but the people in relationships, the people looking, single people. Like, there's something. There's something, I believe, for everyone. 
And maybe I won't see 75 years with you because we got 10 years where we were not married. <laughs> right. <laughs> just working through shit. But um, I don't know. It's something to strive towards. Yeah. That big number. And it nice. seems healthy. They seem like, I don't know, to like each other. It looks the way when you like interview. really about your partner. Yeah. Like it looks the way to people. Like they can tell. Yeah. Yeah. So I really liked those two. And I will share um, the pictures of Mikey, whoever has Instagram that day. Not out of 10, it might be me. Eight times out of um, 10. Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> I Make sure we get those pictures up so y'all can see these black couples. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Okay. So, a little bit of backstory, and I want you to help me out with here. So, please interject at any point if you wanted to, like, add something onto it. Okay. But back in the day, Randy and I used to say, well, more me than Randy. Randy used to say, like, I love you, and I'd be like, I love you more. And it was a harmless thing. To him. But, no, just the intention behind it was harmless. However, we've learned that words have meaning, (laughs) and you should be... You know, mindful of the things that you're saying. Um, and I love you more implies that there's like some inequity. Is that what, that's where inequality there? Yeah. Like unbalance. I didn't like that. It felt like I don't like it being quantified. Yeah. It's like how can it's a comparison. It? It's different with kids. Kids, you can say that, you know, again, again. And this is why, like, it was harmless at first. But you got to start to examine the words you use. When you've been with somebody or you're going to be with somebody for a long period of time. And y'all right? know I'm a big word person. And yes, <laughs> she really was. Which is why I'm very big on watching what the fuck I say. I just want you to mean what you say. say what and you I mean. do. That's it. And then you check me. If now, I yeah, now I need you to <laughs> say what you mean and mean what you say. <laughs> Shit. All right, anyway, uh, Randy didn't like quantifying it because, you know, it's hard to prove. Right. For one. Like, this is not like a scoreboard that right. we keep. Though... If we did. What, Mike? I'd be losing. But my tally marks would be bigger than yours. (laughs) Why would you be losing? (laughs) Because you did a lot of shit early. Mm. Like, I'm working hard on the back end. Okay. What are you saying? But, like, you did a lot of shit as far as, like, just being kind and loving me properly to start. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Okay. That was a good save. I know. (laughs) Watch your (laughs) words out there, people. Yes. All right. Yes. Anyway. No, don't ever let me say yes like that again. Um, (laughs) She didn't believe that one loved the other more. Uh, Randy (laughs) felt like it ties into what people go through in relationship dynamics. For example, uh, men should be more into women. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, that's just something I've heard. I think think a lot of women I know. Is that an old Southern saying? I don't think it's Southern. Is that one of those things like like women should never buy men? Well, no, I think it was more like naturally women the thought is naturally women will always give a thousand that's just yeah we're inherent nurturers inherent lovers and so when you find a man that loves you more then you should keep him you know marry him that's the one you marry because he's like it like it's almost a balance because other if not then you'll just always be doing more and so because i loved you more that's when you decided (laughs) that this is what you wanted to do do. No, now I think there's equality. Again, <laughs> it's balanced. Yes, because a lot I'm of my family up. members think you love me more. Oh, well, you know that's for them to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's just because that's how they feel. I'm not about to sit here and let you irritate me without telling you. While other people will be really? like, "You think that's the no?" Okay. Oh yeah. Hey, you know if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. 
Like, it has to just be the irritation part. So we wanted to touch on some things <laughs> we're unlearning as woman and as a man. Yes. Some divisive topics that we have heard throughout our relationship, not about us, but in general, that have impacted us in our relationship. Mm-hmm. Give y'all some examples. It's kind of teetering on the unlearning about marriage episode. But not really. This is but different. it's not the same. All right. So first topic, who does the most work in a relationship, men or women? What do you think? Are you no, asking me? Naturally, yeah. Ladies first, because I want you to always feel hurt. About I our believe relationship? women should be hurt. Let's say relationships Are we talking about things that in we, general. <laughs> but are we also bringing up things in our relationship? Yeah, we could bring up things in this relationship. Okay. That's so, the point. Okay. Who does the most work in the relationship, men or women? I used to think it was me. Okay. Who did the most work. I always felt like I had to do like the most the most emotional work. Okay. You were always like, let's put it on the shelf. Let's pause back real to quick it. for any of the men who are listening to make that connection. Emotional labor is difficult. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> I recognize yeah. emotional labor is, is a thing. Yeah. I, I, get I always it. felt oh. like I was the one that was willing to multitask and come up with these ideas to like get us to talk to each other and to do stuff. Okay. And you were more into, I don't know. I was to. When we were younger, I was really big on like showing the showing of love and like the physical side of it, not necessarily the the planning and the let's go in depth about our traumas and like you know like I was just just trying to get close to you, you know, like build that type of bond. Like I want to like what you like, I want to know what you're into, things of that nature. I want to like take you places and experience things with you, so I can see how you react to things, and I you know know a little bit more about you through action, not necessarily through talking. That was yeah. a lot of when we were younger. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out why you believe emotional labor is talking. Or like, is that how I portrayed itself? No. Well, in my case, you only talk to somebody you got feelings for. Oh. oh. <laughs> so that's why I was like, oh, so we put emotions in the mix if we having conversations about like life and stuff. Like when you meet somebody and you just like trying to smash real quick and like move on, like. There's no talking, which means there's no emotional labor, which means there's no work on that end. Oh, I don't like you got to put in the physical sure. groundwork. You got to put in the the work behind, you know, courting and like laying whatever game necessary to get to your goal. But that's about it. Hmm. Like, I ain't got to like get to know you really to know what you like when we make it. <laughs> like, I just need to know enough <laughs> to please you. And that's it. Or to please myself. if right. I don't care about pleasing you because you used to then. Who? You. That's not true. That's not true at all. At all? No. Dude. No, my mindset was always wrapped around you specifically. <laughs> it was about <laughs> actually pleasing you. That wasn't the case. Sometimes I just be trying to like be done. I'm like, all right, let me just get mine and be done. Well, then I realized, not realized, I always knew. I took it seriously, right? But some people, I care about what you think. I need you to know that this is who I am consistently, which is why you now receive consistently great loving. Well, I think that generally... The consensus is that, I mean, I guess it depends on the type of relationship you have, but women tend to do the most work in relationships. What do you think is the general consensus around it? Do you think men do the most work or women do the most work in relationships? I think if it's healthy, then everybody does their strengths at its peak. Like there are some things, some ways you, there are some things you are just better at in our relationship than I am. I think you are naturally And there are some things that you, you like. You like remember to fix my plate, and while I'll be eating, be like, "Oh shit, <laughs> are you hungry too? Like, should I have called you before you I stop?" Mind? That's always been flipped. It's been weird because growing up, that's not a 
normal occurrence. You know, usually the girl fixed the dude plate. That's Mm-mm. just that's the consensus that around the world. That used to piss me off like, so badly because I saw it done so abusively in my family that I was just like, "Ain't no motherfucking way." When I get with I somebody, get but like, see, you may like, feel that's like so and so they don't deserve to get their plate fixed. And Why I was they? like, "You grown ass motherfucking man, get your plate." But that's not, that's not the point. <laughs> I know. I know. I think I deserve a plate fix. No, you do. You do. <laughs> But I'm just saying that yeah, type of stuff. Randy's face is priceless right now. <laughs> that ahead. type of stuff comes naturally to you. Well, I think there are some. What do you think comes naturally to me that you don't do as well? I think self care comes more naturally to you than that's deep than than anything, which has always been. They used to bother you only because I don't know how to take care of myself, or I didn't. I'd be like, because I I just didn't understand it from your perspective. Like I'm really big on like looking out for and thinking about others. Or at least trying to extend myself to do that. Like being very selfless in an unhealthy way. Like I'll neglect the hell out of myself if it means that everybody around me is straight. Right. I am not that way. No. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I get it. I know. I didn't know you liked that about me. Because sometimes yeah. I always felt like it bothers you. It used to bother me in a sense of like, yo, she really, like what good am I to her if she, <laughs> if she don't want nothing from me? I just, what do you mean? And it made me wonder why you was with me. You don't want nothing from me. Nothing. You ain't want things. That is a you good topic want... when it comes to men. Why y'all got to be needed to feel like again? Well, it co- is this part of one of the? We need to add it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, when it comes to again, this is just my upbringing. I'm not speaking for everybody, but from a lot of what I've seen, it was like the man is supposed to be the provider, right? You bring in, you have to be able to provide something to your relationship, or you're not worth nothing. Mm. Like you have to bring something to the table, and it should be that way both ways. Like the woman can't just be doing nothing, but like. As the man, you definitely, because of how people already see you, if you're not doing anything, then you're 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 nothing. Well, that's what used to bother me about us, and I guess it's what like this topic, not in terms of who does the most work, but I always felt like you were more into damsels or more into me when I was traumatized. Oh yeah, or... I used to love to save a hoe. And to, f- <laughs> oh and to fix things, but when I didn't need so much more fixing, and I started getting my own shit together, it was kind of like. I took oh, you a got lot this of pride new girlfriend. And the fact that I'm like a man of you action. You got this new person that needs like your your counsel. And like what well, but like why? Why I gotta be broken to get your attention? You don't. That's how you still feel. Oh. These are nah. one of the divisive things that I feel like has come up in our relationship. And that honestly, is a topic amongst couples because it's like men need to feel needed to to be in a relationship. Like that's that's how y'all determine your masculinity, it seems like. It, I, I don't think it goes it doesn't always go as deep as like that determines my masculinity. That's not what determines my masculinity. Or impacts it. It does impact it. Yeah, it's a part of it. Um, because again, like the point of being in a relationship is it's supposed to be, um, what's the word? Venom, right? Venom needs to attach to the human being to like live, right? Come on, DC character. Yeah. Okay. And I mean Marvel dude, character. Yeah, the dude benefits from it because. He has like strength and a whole bunch of other stuff now, right? Like it's symbiotic. Like it's it's a relationship, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be getting something from the other, or else y'all can just go be apart, you know. But they can't. They need each other to you know come to a common goal. I think that's always been my mindset around relationships. Like we are, if we're together, we're supposed to be doing something together or working together to achieve something. Which means there has to be some work on the part of you and work on the part of me, and we're supposed to be like getting it together, right? If you don't need me for shit, <laughs> I'm not the one for you, and I should probably go be with somebody else who, like, I get something from and I give something to. When I start feeling like I'm not giving you anything, 
when it comes to like like I have a set set uh, a certain set of skills, right? If you don't need my set of skills, but you do need something, but I'm not providing the thing you need, my mindset behind it when we were younger was, oh well, and shit, she don't need me. It wasn't necessarily, oh well, I should probably tailor to so those what? things that she's missing and develop right. those skills. But anybody got time for that? So what do you tailor to now, my love? Whatever, <laughs> whatever. The fuck you I'm, need. To I'm serious. Hey, whatever you need, man, I'm I'm there. What do you think it is that I give to you? What do you give to me? Yeah, I think you. I mean, I, I feel like it's so broad. I feel like you really give me balance. I don't think I would be who I am if you weren't with me. If I wasn't like you weren't in my life, I would be agree. very. I told you, I think in boxes, which in some ways help us a lot, you know? Yes, because I need someone who thinks in boxes when I'm out here thinking in abstract. But thinking in boxes is fun, you know, all the it's time. It's not fun, no. There's like, there's some limitations and... You can't think outside of the box. At all. Because I love boxes. I love squares. And I, I spend just... <laughs> so much time outside of the box that I'd be like, hey, you know, you should reel it into this box. Right. You so know? I feel like you really get, you really like, I don't know, it's making me unexpectedly emotional. I'm sick of being pregnant. <laughs> I'm sick. Reel it in. All right. uh, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I yeah. appreciate that. I can completely understand because I feel the same. So the consensus is. The consensus well, is, is this relationship is symbiotic. Like right. we but both who, need the thing from the other. But in terms of our first thing, who does the most work in relationships? I think it's a false narrative being portrayed that women do the most work when it comes to relationships. Like if, if the man is invested, if it's actually a relationship and it's something healthy, niggas can go just as hard as a woman right mm-hmm. if it's like a one-way relationship like you feeling for a dude and you can obviously tell there are signs that he really not that into you and this this relationship ain't going nowhere but you still like feeding into it like i don't think that that means that men don't do the work i think that that relationship ain't healthy that's just me yeah i agree i think those lines are clearly seen if it's uh imbalance in a relationship all right all right so the consensus on that men or women if it's unhealthy it could be either one yeah. It's our consensus. <laughs> Topic number two, baby. This is funny. So this was a hashtag going around that Randy apparently has never heard of for no the last clue. three, six months. I, I, some things I can't, I can't. Like I told you that some things I cannot take in because as you know, I get really passionate about it. Like your mom the other day was like, what are y'all talking about? That y'all are so passionate about that has nothing yeah, to do with your relationship. I, <laughs> <laughs> so me and Randy, like I, everybody knows, we talk. Yes. We actively talk about a lot of different things. And sometimes it could sound like we might be getting upset with each other because of our tones. Like, we, you know, we're passionate about things. But nah, we just be having spirited discussions. <laughs> right? So I am, I listen to the Joe Bun podcast, which yes. I love. And I listen to The Breakfast Club whenever I can get a chance. Whenever it's a really good interview or if it's somebody I'm interested in. Or if it's like just a part of... I don't know, hip-hop culture, pop culture, whatever in the news, and it's something that you should probably keep up with. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking about just like, <laughs> what came up? Cardi and Offset. So, oh, yeah, Cardi and Offset. And Randy got, Randy was upset. Randy was upset. I, and I was upset because you weren't upset. It was bothering I didn't me. say I wasn't upset. I wasn't giving you upset, <laughs> which is why you, you got upset. upset. Randy, after we had that conversation, I want to ask you one question. It was like, yes or no. Do you think that I think Offset was wrong? Based off our conversation. Do I think that you think that Offset was wrong? For I think you did. think he was wrong. Okay. That's but a takeaway from it. But I'm but over that's here. Not what whenever you... me and Randy have conversations, I'm over here talking about, I understand why he did it. No. Because that's, <laughs> because that's where I go first. Randy got upset. She's like, no, you should just only talk. But I was like, nah. I, one, 
he was completely all right so if you are unaware of the situation just i hate in case. mind you this is a really big we don't ever do this y'all <laughs> we don't, because but we, for I, I this thought reason. this was funny so offset is a rapper he is part of the trio <sighs> the migos which is an atlanta-based rap group and, north uh, atlanta don't get it was, twisted huh north atlanta that's not real anyway <laughs> oh anybody who's not from atlanta like the north side is not a thing in case y'all was wondering <laughs> the north side is georgia tech anyway yes. <laughs> um offset was planning to have a threesome with two instagram model young ladies who are under the age of 20 um which would be cheating on his current wife cardi b who is a rapper from new york is that a good yes that's a good catch up all right offset got caught trying to cheat and his way of trying to make up for it was to walk on stage oh mind you i just saw the video today I can't watch it. Yo, it was so cringy. I can just right. like read it. I can't watch it. Offset walks onto the stage, right? And now he first some people roll out some flowers or cake or whatever, and it says, Take me back. It says Cardi, take me back, or something like that. And then he walks out. M- mind you, she was in the middle of a performance, I think. And she turns and she like, live it. She's pissed. She's like, get the fuck off the stage. Like, no, we're not doing this here. And he like, look, I'm sorry, bruh. <laughs> Mikey, so Mikey. So me and Randy are talking about this, and Randy is only talking about like she's she's focused solely on the fact that it was wrong for as hell at her place of work. It's the she she was equating it to a nigga showing up at your job trying to get you back. I agree. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, it is. In the and middle the, of her, the sex. entire time, all I'm saying, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I get why he did it. That's his wife. Mikey. He wanted back. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm just saying. He wanted her back. No, he anyway, don't. Anyway, the no, reason he why this, <laughs> No, he don't. He don't, but he got to apologize publicly, which he has now released a statement about, by the way. I saw that dumb If shit. your mistakes are public, I should apologize in public. Blah, blah. How old are these niggas? I know she's 25. Oh, he's 26. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that should, that should do it for you. It's but you know fair. the age doesn't necessarily equate to, like, maturity. They have so much money. It's so unfair. That's <laughs> <laughs> not Yo, what if Cardi B listens? It's to not right. right. It's not right, but it, it it happens. So me and Randy were talking about that, and I brought up this hashtag, which is our topic. Yes. And the topic is black men don't cheat. And I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I said, like, "What do you mean, <laughs> black men don't cheat?" So I brought up uh, DJ Envy, who's one of the hosts of the Breakfast Club, and how at one point he cheated on his wife, and now he don't cheat no more. So he's a part of Black Men Don't Cheat. Right? Oh no! Charlemagne the God cheated on his wife at one point. I think they weren't. Married is there something point. in the water? What is wrong with y'all? Black men don't cheat. There's nothing wrong with us. Oh, that's oh. the point. That's the point of the hashtag. We are setting a new, a new. What's the word? Lie. <laughs> Lying trend. No, we are establishing a new. What's the, what is the word I'm trying to find? I don't know because I don't agree with a it. A new way of living. Oh, this is the new standard. This is the new standard. All right, black men don't cheat. We don't. This got to be the most random ass episode. <laughs> <laughs> understand because we just talk it anyway i agree with that hashtag mikey i don't cheat no more mikey what i might have financially did some stuff before we got married and a whole bunch of other stuff but you know like <laughs> since, since i said i do I, ain't nobody coming out with no text <laughs> there will be no I, no popping up with babies I, you won't find me trying to have a threesome with two 19 so how is this a doll. divisive topic that we this added? is a divisive topic because Okay, on a serious note, black men cheat. Like <laughs> men cheat, it happens, and it's a terrible thing. I don't think you should get into a long-term relationship, especially something like marriage, if you do not have it within yourself to believe that you won't wrong this person in that way. Um cheating is a very it's a different type of betrayal. It's a betrayal. 
it's it, but I'm saying it, it's a it's a it's a more intense lie than just saying oh you know yeah I I threw out the trash or uh, you know or like I don't know it's just it's something big mm-hmm. it's a it's a betrayal that's very hard to come back from and it won't be forgotten it's not easily worked through it creates a lot of strife for your relationship which is why it's not something that I can like touch on. That's not something that I can enter. That's not an energy that I feel like I ever want to bring into our relationship. So we brought this hashtag up essentially just to talk about the hashtag. Yeah. Men cheat. You know what's wrong? Yes. I I have seen it in hashtag. I have seen it in people's posts, but I, I was like, well, this must be a joke. Like I didn't understand it because it's, I believe the point of it was to like, try to put some, put like a different energy out there. Like, Whenever people see a certain thing, they'd be like, okay, yeah, that's the life I, you know, that's something I can get with. Like, maybe put in a hashtag. But I've only ever seen it on posts about people actually cheating. Yeah, because they're not supposed to. Is the point of them, like, putting that in there. It's a little satirical. Oh. Yeah. So how does it, I feel like it defeats its own purpose. A little bit. Because it's not on, it's not on actual posts about nothing. It's kind of trolly. (laughs) 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 But I will start putting black men don't cheat on some of my my posts because I don't. Please don't. Please don't. I want to bring that energy. Ever do that. I want to bring non-cheating energy towards us. Please don't. No? Ever. (laughs) Let me see you with the hashtag. (sighs) So, uh, to end this off, I I think he was wrong for what he did. I don't think that they should get back together, honestly. Um, But I'm not going to crucify her if she decides to. I wouldn't either. Because, you know, shit happens. Beyonce take it back with Jay-Z. This was the point that I was making and you just kept getting mad at me. No, he also didn't show up to her job. They worked that shit out. They did some non-negotiable. He it's showed evident. up at a concert. It's evident. Then she stared him they... down at a concert. Well, it was in the middle of a concert. No, Mike, what are you talking about? I don't about? remember. They did some evident real life, real work. They did. I'm not excusing what they he's did done, but they did like. albums, which was like his public open. apology. Yes. Yeah. So they just went what about I'm it wrong. Is, you think he's going about it wrong? I think that it was very manipulative. First of all, from what I from what I know slash read, this was the she was a first black woman to or first woman to headline this. She's been doing a lot of first, yeah, all year. This her this is her time. This is her year to yeah, shine. It is, and you decide today. I'm not only just you, but you got the whole crew to help yo. I, everybody would have been fired. Do you want to? I just. <sighs> Why are you laughing? Because this is what this is where my mom was like, y'all talking real passionate. Mike, it's so fucked up. I She's agree. at work. And this is why I think it's just it adds to like the I don't know, like why we can't ever have nothing. Like why people don't ask us to perform. Because y'all always bring some ghetto shit. Y'all always doing some See, crazy so shit. So here's my like, thing that I kept bringing up. All of this is just a symptom of the bigger problem, which is cheating. Um, and I am not in any kind of way victim blaming when I bring this up. But doing? this is a very, this is my mindset. This is how I think about it. You have to really keep in mind who you have kids with. That was something that we were taught when we were really young. Yeah. Like, you may you may mess around with certain type of people. You may like some certain people. You may be attracted to certain things. But who you have kids with is a lifetime thing. That's not something that you can, like, shed easily or quickly. So be mindful of who it is that you're having kids with. If any woman had kids with me before you, they made a terrible decision. Oh no! They would have made a terrible decision because of how immature I was and how my mind was, and like I would have been there, yeah, for my child, but like not like that's not healthy. Yeah. Like they, I think that children deserve a whole unit of people around them who love and support them, and ideally, it's both your parents being together. That's the ideal way, or at least both your parents working together. 
I couldn't have seen me when I was younger doing that to where it don't damage my child a little bit before I finally got it together. Right. I can't speak to what she was thinking when she got with the dude and they got pregnant. Obviously, at that time, you're like happy. You're in a very great place. Her life has gone in a direction she never thought it would go. She's making more money than she ever thought she'd make. She's like just doing things completely different than where she was five years ago. Right. Mm -hmm. But that still is my mindset. It's watch who you make kids with. Because he ain't been the, I don't know, the, the, how do I, (laughs) how do I word this in a PC way? He just don't seem like the type of nigga you want to have kids with. I mean, people fuck up in terms of, like, who they get with. That is, like, at one point, it was fucked up for us to be together. And so, I, like, empathize with, like, okay, this is a mistake. This was a mistake. But people break up all the time. You don't get to just be like, hey, take me back, bruh. I agree. On stage, I'm at work! And again, this is what I'm saying. Like, after you have done what you've done, some things you have to, like, repair Privately. Like, do that hard work probably. Don't even get me started on these trash-ass celebrity men in these comments talking about <laughs> this is what marriage is, how y'all think these well, that's true. is like. No, it that's, ain't. Well, no, marriage, what they're saying, what they're saying is terribly worded. They're saying and marriage it, is working through things, and because y'all are married, y'all should work through it, which is not bad advice. It just don't work <laughs> for this situation they're saying the what way y'all you're think saying it. All these niggas have cheated multiple times. Yeah. And have expected their women to take them back, slash have been taken back. That's because all they know is the men who have cheated in their marriage in the, so? in the state. It's, so? You don't get to just fuck up because that's all you fucking know? We are grown. Everybody's educated. You know how to do better. Everybody ain't educated. Either way, Mike. Everybody yeah, don't know You better. come from families where we shouldn't even be working, but we do because, yeah, what we see around us is unhealthy and And so and we adapt and, and adjust. Right. That's us. That, that's, that should be people. It that should can be. be people. It can That's what be. I'm saying. But it's not. It's fucked up. And you don't get to berate somebody and be like, hey, I fucked up too. That's marriage. No, you don't get to purposely hurt people and then expect them They're to not stay saying with you. that you do and you should. They're just saying it happens because it does. It happened on purpose. This, this shit ain't a mistake. Cheating is not a mistake. No, that you shit do that is an active choice. I'm trying to imagine myself cheating on you. You know how, first of all, you know my box head. So mm-hmm. these, these ways that I think. Mm-hmm. I'd have to actively. That isn't an active decision. This ain't no must. This ain't no oh shit, babe. I forgot to put a chicken out. <laughs> no, <laughs> this is like a no. no what is it like? Maybe oh, I didn't feed the dog. Do. Okay, this is like an active. I woke up and I decided to fuck with you and I put this chicken out. But it's better to ask for forgiveness. So when you come home pissed, because you know I remember. Mm-hmm. But I'm just do be it. like, hey, I'm sorry. Let me buy you something. Let yeah, me like show chicken. it to your job some with some Popeyes. No. <laughs> Mikey. What? Next, next. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. So I think it's safe to say that you don't like cheating. <laughs> I think it's um, so And evil. I also think it's safe to say that black men don't cheat because that is a narrative that is not put out there. And it is true. It's Even though true. it is false. It is true. There it's is true a percentage. It's, it's, it's not the... There are... I don't think that black there men is are a strong minority. I don't think that black men not. are inherently cheats. I, I think that hashtag is a joke. I think it's trying to show that there is other out there. But they put it on all the posts about because actual cheating. Social media is all about trolling, but there's truth to that. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> okay to you. I don't know why you're looking at me like that. Fine. Okay. I wonder what people are thinking. Like, I don't know. I will right make now. sure we write in the description. This is the most random ass episode y'all have ever heard. Because it is. All right. We just talking about shit. All right. Third point that we had. Who has it worse? Black men, black women. I feel like I hate that we're doing this episode. This stuff just has my blood boiling. That's the point. It's to get you to talk. And plus, I want people to hear the side of you. It's funny. What side the, of me? The side of you that just talks freely without thinking i like structure mike i know this is structure this is structured unstructured who has a word who has a words, babe who do you think <laughs> i don't want to go first <laughs> what you mean babe, i think this your lead no ladies first it's my lead exactly so i'm asking you my wife who's married to a black man <laughs> and is a black woman yes who has it worse no judgment here babe this is our it's a safe space is it it is is it sway it is depending on what you say <laughs> I can't. Oh, you gotta stop laughing for you peeing yourself. I know. Who I has the worst, baby? wearing panty liners. Women and men. Okay, let me first say mm-hmm. that on the list of divisive topics, I do think this is one. I think this is a topic definitely that was created to fuck with us because it does. Because it does. However, well, I think this ties into our second thing. Also, our, our last point. So I'll just say it because I feel like it. No, 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 no. Let's just well, focus I think it, on. Okay, I don't wanna, right. Well, just because I feel like... So the last point was what's more important, racism or sexism. And so the point I was telling Mike in terms of we were talking about who has it worse or like the fact that we would put this on the list was black women experience sexism and racism. Sexism from black men and everybody else. Racism from... Do you believe that black men don't experience sexism and racism? I don't think that women can be sexist. Okay. I think that black can... men don't only deal with black women. What? We we can experience sexism from, from white who? women or black men. No, or I don't white think men. women. I don't think women. The same way I don't think that. You don't think women can people, be sexist? I don't think. No, I think. Oh, that's can, interesting. I think we can internalize sexism and act on it and discriminate and do huh. all that. I don't think the same way black people can be prejudiced and internalize racism. Black people can be prejudiced. They can't be racist. Right. So why do you think that black people can't be racist? I don't think sexism is inherently um, is only attributed to just one gender i don't think only one gender could be sexist oh well look at what the podcast (laughs) (laughs) what's the definition of sexism you want me to look it up oh definitely you know i'm I'm big on words we're big on words it it matters what what words mean what i want to what a one of what black men what's the definition of sexism prejudice stereotype i'm not I only do that to add context to a conversation, know, not babe. to derail. I'm not saying you're, I don't feel deflected. I'm saying when you say one of those, I what you're implying is that he I'm not. He that term as well. Because yeah, that's not me. I'm sorry. Do you forgive me? Nah. What's that? <laughs> At least you honest, man. That's wrong with you. I, whatever. Prejudice or discrimination nigga. based on sex. Discriminating, especially in parentheses, in italics, discrimination against women. Okay. Behavior, conditions, or attitudes that foster stereotypes or social roles based on sex. So it can be and is defined as both, but it happens especially as in definition against women. That's what the thing says, yes. Okay. And while we're at it, I'm going to look up racism. Okay. A belief that race is the primary determinant of human traits and capacities and that racial differences produce an inherent superiority of a particular race. A doctrine or political program based on the assumption of race and designed to execute its principles. So that's saying that's men thinking that men are better than women because we're just inherently better. Or women think that women are inherently better because they're women would be what that means. 
in terms of sex. What is that other word that that Camp told us about? Miss Miss Missandry. Missandry? I don't know. I don't think that relates to it right now. Oh, okay. I, I just it made me think about it because you brought that up. So who has it worse? <laughs> <laughs> Again, I think that this is a topic that's supposed to fuck with us. It's that's the point. And it does. This is like a. So I'm gonna go ahead and step up and speak first. I don't. Okay. I, I can I can go ahead and speak first. This is my actual opinion. This is not me dancing. I genuinely believe that we both have it shitty. <laughs> Sorry. I really do. Now, I'm one that likes to put myself in other people's shoes because I want to understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are some things that I will never have to experience, and thank God, because I'm not a black woman. There are some things that you'll never have to experience, and thank God, because you're not a black man. Like what? I want to mm-hmm. know for both of them. What you think? So you want to experience black women. What and, I, and this is not I, this won't just be exclusively for black women. We're talking about black women, yes. all right? Rape, rape is a thing that haunts you in a way that it will never haunt me. You can be raped because I can't, but I don't think about it like that. Mm. Like we were when we talked about it a while ago. Like you were telling me that the way it is on your mind is like it's like how people gotta think about their day, like. You plan out your day. Like, I have to do this, 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 and this today and come mm-hmm. home. Right? That's my thinking. I got to get some stuff done. I got to come home. Your thinking is the exact same, but you're also trying to figure out how you can avoid being raped today. Or why you should be afraid of, like, the possibility of something happening to you. Like, there is a perpetual fear that you live in. Yes. Right? I don't mm-hmm. think that way at all. At all. Okay. And I think that, and for the most part, I'm just speaking for me because I don't, I don't know what other men go through. But my mind is... In my mind, that's not a way I'm ever going to think ever unless I'm in prison. But, the The constant threat of rape is not around me. Yes. Unless I'm in a place where I have no control. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like walking around in the world as I am now, I have no control. Right. I don't. Okay. I'm comfortable with myself. I feel like I can control what I can control. And I'm not thinking about what I don't. Y'all walk around thinking about all of the things that you can't and it's always on your mind. Is that yes. fair to say? That's what I'm saying. I will never have to do that. And I are, could not imagine constantly being in that state. Thinking about it right now as a man is giving me anxiety. So what are some things that I won't have to go experience? <sighs> or that I, I don't? I don't want to compare it to... This is not a comparison to... I just want to know how you feel. Fearing rain. Um, with us, everything is more... Not with us. With me. It's more of a it's more wrapped in like pride. Like I don't want you to feel the weight that I feel about what I have to do, how I have to perform, who I need to be at all times so that I'm not seen as nothing. Well, I'm just saying, what do you think that I don't go through that? It's not that I don't think that you don't go through it again. Black women are still black. So y'all gotta, it's just, there are things that you do experience that are exclusively to black women. Um, I do think that you do. I think that it's different in the sense that there are certain expectations that are placed on us as men because we are men that is not placed on women because they're not men. Like what? So uh, I guess a loose way of saying that is like it is expected of you as a man growing up how we grew up and raised how we're raised to be like you need to know you, you have to have some skills about you. You need to be able to provide. Right. You have to be able to do certain things. In order to be respected or seen as this type of person, in order to be respected as head of household, in order to be seen as what is what is a man, in order to be defined as a man. And if you don't touch on these things, regardless of the situation, regardless of your partner, if they're doing anything of the, of the sort, 
you are still seen as nothing if you are not doing these key things, right? Okay. So my question is, do you not think that there do you think that there are some certain conversations that black girls slash women are also having within themselves when it comes to that? Yes. But I do not think it's the same things that are But it's still a conversation like that. Yes. Okay. But that's not all y'all are. Like it's from how I grew up, that's all you are. That is what defines you in general. With women, there are more than just that that define like it's not just about whether or not you can go make money. It's about I don't know what else you can do. Well, I'm basically. saying it's it's different. It's different measurements, but mm-hmm. we're still thinking about the same thing, not assuming not being too angry, not being too black and white space. It's the same way that y'all have to deal yeah. with it, not being too independent in personal romantic spaces. Because men need to be needed and mm-hmm. they need to be submitted to. And so like, how do you love yourself and love your man? You know, that's, I feel like we, it's the exact same thing, but just different like variables. Am I making sense? Is that Yeah, that's what, that's, that's, that's what, what you're saying. saying. Yeah. So because I've, I've been, I've been, what's the word I'm looking for? Pussing footing around the uh-huh. answer. I've been listening. <laughs> I'm always torn about this question. I honestly believe that black women are at the bottom of the totem pole. However, I feel like black men are very close to us in that sense. And you mentioned this a few days ago before you even brought up this topic. But I do agree with you when you said this all relates back to slavery. And yeah, slavery. I feel like on the one hand, our dynamic, our relationship dynamic, our family dynamic was completely uprooted and and scarred and, and like torn apart for profit for this country and other countries that have a history of slavery and that has impacted our relationships so you have black men who who couldn't work who couldn't vote who couldn't do anything masculine or manly that they're seeing everybody else do who are men yeah because at and that so, time it was equated with being a man you had to be able right. to do these things that and they literally weren't allowed to right they can't protect their women so they, they had to figure nothing, out another thing that which made them, turns into aggression which turns yeah. into hate which turns into like, well, before like it's like you got to be the hardest now in order to be right. like considered a man or you got to be exactly. the biggest or so you got to be the, that but you yeah. also have black women dealing with these feelings y'all are going through and being impacted by them yeah and also feeling hopeless because we getting traded around and breeded and enslaved as well yep and um, we can't do nothing right about it, and so is- i think that i think that the is i think that it's broken period Yes. Which is why this topic is so difficult to deal with. Which is why my bottom line is we both have it shittily. But if I'm to be completely honest, we are laying at the bottom together. I'm just slightly on top of you. Because you are a man. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. So to answer the question, I think women have it worse. That's just me. I, I know. <laughs> I, I but you know won't this. see it. Because you won't I, see it. Because I, I think women got it worse. Yeah. But see, Mike, that's but also... We, I mean, I, I think we have it bad. I think men have it don't. bad, and especially in ways that women don't. I just think women got it worse. Y'all, y'all deal with a lot of shit. I don't, I'm, I'm, which is why Even when, if you had to like quantify it, like it's, you could say that the score is 99 to 100. I don't, like, it's just... No, I mean, just, I agree. But I'm saying even that's difficult for me to say because... Because you care about black men. I love black men. And that's why I you just want. I love black men. But when I started to love myself. So you even got to protect us and, like, and you trying to Right. Defend. Which is like every black woman's. Problem. Not problem, but cross struggle. Cross to bear. Yeah. That is a cross that we bear because I love you, but I'm trying to hold your ass accountable too. And the and problem is I don't think that more, the cons- that's not the consensus with black men. Like there are those black men who are aware. It's like, oh shit, I also got to protect my woman the same way she protects me. Like I. 
That has to be my mind. Escape your everyday with out-of-this-world action. From the gritty apocalypse of the Walking Dead universe to the cyberpunk realm of The Watch and the criminal underbelly of Gangs of London, AMC Plus is more than entertaining. It's epic. Feel all the chills and thrills with Shudder's Halfway to Halloween Month. Experience Shudder's biggest month of horror featuring a new season of Creepshow and new movie premieres every week, all available ad-free and on demand. Start your free trial today at amcplus.com. Offset one thinking about protecting his woman yeah. in that space. You know, like yeah. it... Like, my mind has been transformed over the years to think a little bit more. To, I got more in tune with you as time has passed. So I can understand your thinking a little bit and I apply it in the same way. So mm-hmm. that I'm carrying myself in a way that you would respect and appreciate while still being a man in this space. Yeah. Yeah. I I just, it's it's difficult for me to, also because I've had so much bad luck with I've had so much bad luck with um trying to stand up for myself and advocate for myself yeah. to black men who who I thought loved me minus you Mike. No 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 I'm not but, I'm not talking oh, about me. I just okay. wanted to make a point to that. But I'm and, just saying, and like, a I, lot of that is because those black men were raised how they were during those times and they don't know how to uplift y'all the way that you wanted to be and needed to be brought up. What I'm saying is I understand how foundation and childhood and conditioning impacts us mm-hmm. well, that's why we in therapy now like we in therapy about kid shit like shit that we ain't never i'm not grow out of you let go to a female <laughs> session she goes i'm telling you you're gonna wake up and be like you know what i've had this problem since i was four we ain't even spoke about my dad we'll this is what this. i'm talking about yeah. so I, I get how that plays a role like that's like but that's the foundation. That doesn't mean you can still, like, but once you know better, you do better. Exactly. what I'm saying. I 100% agree with that. And I'm telling you, an adage to that is there are people who don't know and can't do better. What I'm saying is Google is free. True. It's a verb. There's and there are who, also, there's these certain... are also people who are around other people. They're not in a box, in a corner by themselves, or they're not interacting with anybody else or any other black women mm-hmm. or, or people in general they just it's just hard to hear i am saying to you right now i disagree and there are people who are in a box i work with kids who literally live in a neighborhood that is a square block next to the penitentiary and all they know is that space and school they also know you though they do so they have people who do know better and i'm exposing it to them but there for the the hundred i work with there's a thousand that i haven't and you know what i'm saying is there's always somebody at the end of the day i feel like listening and not listening is a choice that's also what i'm saying I agree. i'm saying everybody that i'm talking about that you know that i'm talking about has had a choice yeah. to be like you know what let me pause and see what's really going on but they've decided to make another decision the that's wise what I'm saying. way There's for always- offset to approach that was like hey i just had a daughter and again you know some people have to make that connection to like i don't understand why men have to humanize some people, tr- I don't understand it, it, it is, I'm, I'm not saying this exclusively just men. There are some women who got to humanize things too in order for them to not be what they consider like savage or whatever fuck, I don't know, what people be doing. I don't know any. A wise person would have said, hey, I don't want someone I love to experience this type of hurt. If I am to caught, if I was ever caught doing this, someone would be hurt by this. This is how this action is destructive. So I won't do this thing. That was not the thought process. There was no thought process behind it. It was how can I be satisfied real quick and that was it 
I didn't think there was a thought behind that about not getting caught. And you know my theory about cheating. Anyway. People want to be caught. I think people want to be caught. Yo, there's this dude we know. <laughs> I'm going to just say a little something about it. <laughs> he cheated so... I can't even explain to you the lengths he went okay, to. Okay, so everybody understands the concept <laughs> of six degrees of separation, right? I'm, person A knows person B, but not directly. They had met each other through C, D, E, F, G, and it came back to them. You know, like... Mm-hmm. Maybe I should have said A no Z, Babe, but then he's all just, in between, right? <laughs> I, uh, I believe if you really want to get away with cheating, you'll put some thought into making sure that there's a separation between your partner and the person that you're cheating with and ever getting caught, right? <laughs> like, that just makes logical <laughs> sense to me. You, Randy, mm-hmm. wouldn't cheat on me with your coworker that I'm friends with. Or anybody in this state or New York. Or up and or down no the Carolina. East Coast, right? Does that seem like <laughs> does that does that make sense to you? Wouldn't you go west, way off? I would go way out, Dakota or some shit, where I would like never find out about it. And can I ask you a question? Would you text the person? No. Would there be like a paper trail? People don't record voice conversations as much as they do text messages. Either way, y'all. I'm just like, like, what thought did you put behind it? I believe that if you want to get away with it, you'll get away with it. And if you don't, if you don't. not, you will do what he did. Yes. And I think most people who cheat want to get caught eventually so that they can be called on it and so they won't cheat no more. And I understand that you're using Cardi and Offset as this example yeah. frequently throughout this to give context. Yes. So I'm going to let it slide. Because <laughs> you know I can't, sta- I can't stand it. You can't stand what? The, him. I get this it. Whole, this whole situation. He was never my favorite Migo anyway. I know. Who was it? Do you Take like? Off. Yes, that's who you Take like. Off was the Is best that the one, one who had the album that you really like? Yes. He had the best one of them all. Yeah. I like this music. Doesn't agree with me too. I like when my sister and me are on the same page. If you haven't listened to the last rocket, go listen to the last rocket. The last who? Last rocket. I think that's the title of it. I think so too. I'm trying to remember out. how it how how it shows up in your car. Um. So the consensus is who has it worse? And who do you think it was, Randy? I think it's black women. Okay. Well, I disagree, and here's why. Are you, you gonna start posting me telling me that I don't love black men? And you don't. What? Who hurt you, sis? Right. Why, don't, why do I hate men? Why do why you do hate I? yourself? Right. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Be offense. Be offense. Be offense. Is Be that offense. the thing? Take the wheel. No, what's the... That's it's, not the Bible. It's, the, it's not the... No, baby. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> Isn't it like be a wall or something? You're a heathen. I don't know nothing. I Googled it. It is the last rocket. Go okay. listen to the last rocket. Um... But yeah, it's not easy for me to say because I've always, I don't know. I love y'all. I love y'all even if y'all you hate You can me. love us and speak your truth. I'm just saying. That's what you feel. What it's, you not, it's not easy to do as a black woman. I feel obligated and committed to y'all. y'all regardless of how you feel. Regardless of if you believe me. And I completely agree and understand <laughs> that, which is why I already think that Cardi, being that she is raising a black woman, and she is... Did she identify as black? I don't think so. But either way, <laughs> she already has, as a woman, that same mindset, like, of wanting to protect someone she once loved or still loves, who is yeah. the father of their child. She's already considering. I saw that, yeah. Like. I don't even think she's considering it back. Well, not maybe, getting back know. with him, but, like, how to how to work through it. You yeah. coming on stage in the middle of my performance don't I mean, help my thought process. Anyway, that's fine. So, yeah. And it made me think about episode two. Because I was like, well, did Mikey technically do the same thing? But no. No. We had an agreed upon date where we would talk. Mm-hmm. It was a Thursday. I ain't had shit to do. You yep. waited till I turned my proposal in. Mm-hmm. You waited in the car. Yep. 
ain't bother me. It would have been completely different if I showed up at the beginning of your test in your classroom, like, I'm here, making it like a really big spectacle about me and why you should be focused on you me. Lo- Y'all, this podcast wouldn't exist. What I instead did was wait until you had time the end of and the day. worked it around your schedule to yeah. figure out how I could have a private conversation. Only one person knew I was coming because I needed them to let me get in the house yeah. to have a conversation with you. And we had agreed to talk at that time. And that was then, the time we were supposed to talk. Then we had sex and everything was fine. Did we have sex? We, we did. did have sex at night. Hot in that room. It was. <sighs> makeup sex is great. Yeah, we need to start more fights. No, we don't. We do. We don't I, make up enough. I don't like fighting with you, Mike. I'm tired. I agree. I'm a little too old for it now. <sighs> we have okay. to find some other way. Spice it up. So this kind of played into our last thing. <laughs> What's more important? Racism or sexism? Yeah, this one won't get as intense. Maybe. I'm tired. <laughs> I know. Did, I can you see know, it. I'm I know. Tired. But this is a very interesting conversation. I had fun with this. Did you? I did. It was fun. I feel like it's so random. It is. You I love picking this, your this brain. It's so though. abstract. So let's just go ahead and put this out there for for the people who are listening. Like, this is <laughs> this is how we like have conversations. Yeah, and then when we do a podcast, general. we They're a little bit more like polished we, and yeah, like in order. But nah, damn that. I wanted to mix it up today. We hope you enjoy. <laughs> 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 All right, baby. What's more important to you? Racism or sexism? Or in your opinion, I literally don't important. quantify those two. Like though, that's no. I experienced both. No, okay. So the reason why you brought this up was because I you had, would notice that whenever there is a conversation about one thing, people would like to. Yeah, derail. so I was telling Mike. So I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but there are. I mean, I make a lot of jokes about about white people, mm-hmm. mainly about white men, and I've always said I could never get with a white man, not because he's white. I'm serious. I feel like I could. I could like find me like if I really tried. No, you, you don't think I could? No, there's no way I hear that chance. about you it. No, nah. That are about it, Mike. Still no. Well, the thing is, I just feel like I, it would be work. I would have this really rough day at work. Definitely right, full of racism and crazy shit. And I come home and I spend the bulk of the time explaining to, to the man. Him I mean, your man. Why? What? Why it was racist? What was racist about it? You know, unless he was, you and know, still educated. Get it. You know, so <laughs> I've always felt like I didn't, I never want to do that work. And I applaud people who can, who've made, who've like made a commitment to like, like Michelle and the dude she was dating. Now you know that's dirty. What? You dirty. Oh wait, they're not together. Mikey. I'm sorry, I didn't know that didn't work. Yes, you did. Because when I told you, <laughs> you was like, Randy, that's not ain't a no story. Fucking surprise. That's not a surprise. That's not a story. That wasn't a story. I'm really sad for her. I am general, too. Because she, but I'm sad for her because she should have seen it coming, and because it sucks losing someone. Well, she when you're blamed dating. herself because of her depression. It's not her fault at all. We well, know that. I mean, it, it's kind of her fault for again. How is it her fault? Knowing who you're about to have kids with, also knowing who you're getting into a relationship with, is important. There are some things, some key things you should assess before you be like, "Yeah, you're the person who I want to spend some time on." What I'm saying is. I try to. I think it's important to show grace through that because there are some shit you just don't find out till later on. Did you know that he was racist? Oh, I mean, yeah. Okay. I mean, not not even just racist. Uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't feel like figure he was racist when that whole Michelle, you take your pills today thing happened. Uh-huh. That's so below the belt. So I don't know if anybody knows, but they got an argument again. This is Michelle from Destiny's Child. Michelle Williams, um, she's yes. also a gospel singer. She's very accomplished. We love Michelle. Yes. So they got in an argument and she was like, you know, I don't even think it was an argument. It was the heated exchange. And she said, I don't think you understand because you're not black. Pause right there. Very valid point. Telling a white person that they don't understand a thing because a certain thing because they are not black is valid. 
And it, that bothered him. And he said, Michelle, you, you take your pills a day? Because he, is and this verb, this is his, this is a saying, he does not like bringing race into things. When you are marrying a black woman, this is what I'm talking about. That's like my worst fear. Like, oh my God, mm. I'm going to have this tit for tat with the white dude that I'm in a relationship with. Yeah. And I have, we got to do a whole nother episode about white women. But <laughs> I'm serious. That's just not even this topic. What and I'm saying to is all was, the white women who listen to this, we still love you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not and the white men as well. Do, do if y'all do, that's great. If you're listening, I fuck. But if you're not, uh, what's the word? Bothered? Then you know what we're talking about. Okay. Wait, if you're not bothered, then you're who we talking about, or if you're if you are, you're who we're talking about. Oh, okay. This is why I can't. This is why I've always been afraid to do relationships with white men. Mm-hmm. But what I was saying was, when I come home, for the record, and I've, I've had, never dated a white woman either. They had to be mixed lynched. with black. I, I, every they had to be mixed with black specifically. So you they were like somebody mixed. Yeah, they were. She was black. She was black and white. I mean, I know, but like who? A girl. She wasn't important. I'm saying, but like, what era of your life? Middle school, high school. Who we go to middle school with that was mixed? Nobody. It was from another middle school. Oh yeah, you just do that. Okay, so <laughs> um, <laughs> I, my mom was too strict. I couldn't go out of go out the Girl, zone. You missed the out, man. Zone. There were some schools that had some really nice parties. That I could was in not go out the school zone. Anyway, what I'm saying is, when I come home after I've had a hard day, and it's and it's dealing with racism. The crazy woman that was that I used to work with, crazy woman, she was out of her fucking mind. You know, like I can come home and I can talk to you about it. And I don't have to explain to you this was racist and this is why. And there is some camaraderie. There. Yeah, I look at you and be like, yeah, yeah. And so we mm-hmm. can, and we can talk about it and we can like hash it out. But if I come home about something sexist or with it, people you know, people you love, um, an experience that I had that was heartbreaking for me and traumatic for me, I find myself having to explain why it was sexist like having to prove myself not just to you but to to any male friend really that i've come up because they're right and i find that men tend to not get it with sexism more than they don't get it with racism black men in can. general because if i understand racism i'll understand it. if i saying, don't understand sexism from your point of view then i'm just be looking a little dumbfounded like okay well explain that's it to me. not easy to deal with that's fair it's not so, easy to deal with but i don't i don't ultimately think if you dated one, a white man you'd have to do both right mm-hmm. and i don't think and i chose the devil i know i mean i don't know i'm serious i don't know how to say I'm that i'm the devil all i'm saying is oh, you chose... didn't disagree just now. Oh. <laughs> no babe you're not the devil but you just but you know what i mean okay I, I which one can i fight with you know like what, what can i do what can i negotiate i'm invested in you so if i'm like okay i want you to understand this i'm gonna work with you about Helping you realize how something was sexist and how it impacted me, how it hurt me. But I don't think one is more important than the other, especially because as a black woman, I literally feel like I experience both equally down the middle. And it's hard. I get it. And that's why I hate that I actually have an answer to this. What's your answer, Ben? But my answer makes sense. I think that um, sexism is more important. Um, Really? Just Hmm. in how it because it's more damaging to our actual way of life. Like, racism is a perceived thing because of whoever think they're more superior than whoever, right? No, racism is also systematic. And oh, no, 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 I'm saying, okay. Damaging. I'm talking about more of the perception part. I, I get that also. But what I'm saying is I don't perceive myself as less than nobody else um, based off of their race. And because that's how I feel, that's how I, like, carry myself because of the privilege that I've got to experience. Well, that's a privilege. Yeah, no, yeah. Because of the, the we both experience a privilege that there are people in neighborhoods who never got. 
Uh, we received the education that we took advantage of. We received a whole bunch of opportunities. You, thank God, were given college scholarships like the Gates Scholarship that you earned from all your hard work. Um, I finished college. You know, <laughs> like... <laughs> Like we are privileged in a way that people who even grew up with us are not. We have a, I have somebody who I went to school with same time we did, and they in prison right now, and he gonna die there. Yeah, um, he, and he ain't the only one, but he killed somebody though. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, like there are people who we literally grew up with, went side to side with, ate lunch with when yeah. we were younger, and they are yeah not here already because of something, or like locked up, like you know, like we have the privilege to be sitting in front of this mic talking about it, right? Um, what are you what are you saying? I'm ultimately, to... I'm saying that they both suck. By the way, yeah. But I would say that sexism is a little bit more damaging because <sighs> when people start speaking about racism, they leave the sexes out of it, right? There's a group that's in, that's disenfranchised. It's black people, right? And if all we are focusing on that, then we're missing the minority inside of that group also, which is black women. Right, so y'all don't get your due when we talking just about racism. I don't think we get it either way. I know, but when at least when we're talking about sexism, there's a clear man woman. Like there's like another conversation to be had. There's another level of it. We're also discussing the plight of a woman, hmm. which no one is paying attention to. If we're only talking about the plight of races, which again was created because of a system, because of a perceived whatever. Well, that's where intersectionality comes in. Yeah, where like you the- take it to account. Well, that's not on the list. Yes. So I am essentially saying when you take out the perception of what started this shit in the first place, which was wrong, by the way, what it really comes down to is we have to take care of that other that we don't take care of or pay attention to because we're so wrapped up in ourselves, which is why I am really big on speaking for the people who I work with as a large black man. About, hey, yeah, pay attention to that girl also. By the way, I got two new girls that just got added to my caseload, and I'm really happy about it. I didn't talk to you about it yet. That's great. But I'm very, like, I enjoy giving young black women at least one positive black male experience because of the kids that specifically I work with. And your kids, in general, love you. And that matters to me. Yeah, I know. Because I already know they're black. I got that to focus on. We'll get to that. But you need to recognize your worth as a woman. Because yeah. there is one, even though no one around you is telling you about it. So that's what I mean by one is, you know, I focus on one more than the other. Because racism going to be, we're going to work through it as a group. There's, a, there's people focused on that, right? A majority of people are focused on, like, dealing with the problems of racism. There are not enough people focused on the problems of where racism and... Intersectionality. Yeah, where they meet. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I Yeah. You look drained. I, like these, this is why I told Mike when we first started this podcast, I didn't want us to be one of those podcasts. You see it all the time. Mm-hmm. Every other podcast is, we're going to talk about the news and hip hop and all that as a couple. This and wasn't what that. Does this wasn't that at I'm all. I'm just saying. I, I, and you were concerned, I but I was telling that you, that's are, not how we talk. There's only one podcast that does that well. Who? The Read. That is the only podcast. <laughs> I think that does that well. And they're not a couple. Okay. They're, they're just, you know, they're a man and a woman. I think one or both of them identify as queer. I'm sorry if my facts aren't right. Or if I can't say that word, I'm not sure. But they, I'm, oh, I'm, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't sure. But 
I don't think they are they identify as like heteronormative identity is what I'm saying but they do it really well they're like three they do live tours and shit but like everybody doing a podcast about pop culture mm-hmm. and their ideas about it from like a man's perspective gets old so I I, yeah. I told Mike from the beginning because most men or women have the same perspective and people ain't as interesting as they think nah like some of your your comments about this is silly yeah. to me that's just me as a listener. I I so it. I rarely listen to this type of podcast, which is why when we started, I was like, I don't want to do that. We're not going to talk about none of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we just not. But you didn't want to talk about it for that reason. You I just did. didn't want to talk about it because it upset you. Right. This upsets me. This is hard for me to talk about I because know. I don't, you know how I like to be prepared. I'm, and I'm, I'm not proud of this. I can be, I want to be very like type A and like PC and yeah. things. Um, these topics are hard for me. As a, but we're not just sitting around only talking about the plight of a married couple, right? Yeah. <laughs> married conversations are about shit that goes on too, which yeah. is why we touched on this. Yeah. This is stuff that we, that's actually come up in our relationship. One of the examples we had that we talked about and it, I feel like I never followed up with you. No, I know I didn't. Followed up with you about why I got quiet. I need to take a nap. I need to go to bed. One. But also, um, me and Mike, when we came up to who has the worst black women, black men, and what's more important, racism or sexism, there was an instance where I had made a, I don't even know what I wrote on Facebook. I wrote something on Facebook years ago. Two years ago? Three? I don't when know we got married. With this. Um, and one of his mentors commented. Okay. And I thought the comment was very disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Um, he had said something like, "Oh, that's the problem now. This is why we can't get ahead. Black women thinking sexism. He disagreed with sexism. Um, is important. What we need to be focused on. Oh is yeah. So the topic was something black related, related. dealing with sexism yeah. as a woman. Um, and he had commented that um he thought it was a waste of time. It was irrelevant because what we really need to focus on is racism and black women are like." Me as a black woman was like, yeah, yeah. Um, Around that time, you were like, both are important, but the subject we talking right now is this one. Well, so you bringing up the other both. one. Is, so just yeah. because I'm bringing this up doesn't mean I don't care about racism yeah. or how that impacts me. It's just but, that this is what you were talking about. Yes, and he thought that I was, I was, um, it was irrelevant, or and it was that taking I was away from taking away from the conversation about yeah. race and like, and it was distracting. People love that word. Yeah, like, like it's a distraction like to talk about women's problems when we're talking about black problems you know even right. though black but i'm both and so i felt like half of me isn't being i feel very invisible mm-hmm. um because this is what i experience every day and i feel like that wasn't being heard i turned to mikey i was like hey this your people you know randy you, told me this upset me can you handle this um i expected mike to come out you know she said expect yeah expectations yes, we know this but let me tell you why i expected mike to come out busting you know throwing bows online by the way this is important randy you wanted know to where he lives light up too. the comment section yes i wanted him i wanted him to go to be to to be crazy that's what i wanted because that's how pissed i was i was so mad about it and i felt like this person would have never done anything like this to a man if a man had shared the same thing that i wrote a black man he would have never did that under his comments i mean the way that he did it it was very it wasn't kind um and it's it could have been easily something he could have like instant message me about mm-hmm. um i felt like but mikey did not do that mikey um talked to him privately and i was like did you talk to him I was like yeah i talked to him privately 
and that hurt my it hurt my feelings. Why? It hurt my feelings because I really, like I said, I wanted you to jump in my comment session just like he did and advocate for me publicly Follow, and not real quick following that incident had you ever heard anything from him on any of your posts ever again yes but With it that was that same time it was real quick it wasn't it wasn't enough okay. for me to be like mikey get him it was when i posted that i wasn't having a cute day like i wasn't feeling cute and so mm-hmm. we went to the gym because you know working out oh it wasn't related to the race but it was or men or women right thing, right and he okay. was like don't make don't feel like you have to make yourself ugly to make him feel like you're beautiful something like that and i was like what it completely oh like so, oh because of the thing he was like it don't like say a certain thing don't say you're ugly just, to just get so a somebody comment will comment and say that. yeah i was like that's not so again this was just like him talking in his personality it right. wasn't related at all to yes. that last thing Do you know but why that is because mikey handled it handled it but the problem that i had was i really as a black woman, I would love to see somebody go crazy for me. Like, I feel like I go crazy for y'all when it comes to black men. I'm a goddamn fool when it comes to black men. I do not play about you. Mm-hmm. I can be real quiet and, like, respectable. Though, you know, I'm unlearning that. That likability aspect. But I do not. I'm very defensive about you. And I, I don't. I don't. I see red when I feel like somebody is coming for you. And I felt like you weren't seeing red. You were seeing gray. And, and so <laughs> no, I just let me so my thing was is that me seeing red and you seeing red looks different and this is the conversation that we had about it i'm not i don't care about somebody getting loud for me i want somebody to do something because again we talked about this i'm a fixer i'm a doer i yeah. want something done i don't want it to be talked about i don't want it to and this is just from the school that i come from and how i was raised and who i grew up with all that talking online thing has never been a thing for me like people show their ass in comment sections. People talk a certain way that they would never talk to a person in real life. I will say all that energy that you that people will display in a comment section to like look hard, sound loud, make it look like you standing up for somebody like but nothing actually come from it. I don't like that. I'm more about go go deal with that shit. And let something actually be done with it. So I could have very well gotten in a conversation like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he very well could have came back later in another post or been kept that same energy with somebody else at another post. Like nothing actually would have got done. But having a conversation like the conversation I had, which, again, wasn't the kindest at all. It was very straightforward, man to man. Like, this is what happens when you disrespect a wife because this is my wife. Like, this is this is. This is how I handle this because I handle it. You did. Like it just, it just looks different. So I yes. completely understand you wanting someone to like show for you. I just want it both. And I, I will both. always, I know I get it. I get it. But both wasn't going to get results. Both wasn't going to get you results. You couldn't do both at the same time? It wasn't going to get results. Well, that wasn't what I was really upset about. I my, figured my out the other night what I was really upset about. What was it? But no, finish. My thing was about getting something done in there. Not just, I wanted to show out for you for real, not for play play. Like, Hey, did you see what I just commented? You saw how I'm getting back in the comment section. It's more so notice that nigga ain't spoke to you again. Notice from now on, it's only things done in a respectful way when it comes to this subject matter. And if something else present itself, that's how I'm going to handle it so that nobody come at you or this a certain way. Like, that's what I, that's, yes. that's how it should be. Right. Something actually getting done. And not it making it look like it. It was. Which is why we have a lot of conversation about why I don't like politics and why I don't like certain like people and how it looks like they trying to be activists. The issue we have with hoteps, with people looking like or sounding like 
they doing stuff or people who flex on social media acting like they got money when we know they broke or talking about all these experiences that they have when they don't do shit or but you know like you all about visualizing this I, then you should continue <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry talk about no. i went for a walk today and upon my 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 journey of discovery i came to the like yo you just walked to the corner store and back after buying some chips like we no, this was there was no and you sitting in your room all day <laughs> like like what are you talking about you know like i'm really about doing things real time and that's one of the issues that i have when it comes to like social media which you talked about a couple episodes ago was like i care about what is real and really taking care of stuff for real right the problem that i realized that i had was that I was looking for, I have this history of looking for people that I love, who I feel like are more powerful than me, or who have more clout than I do, advocating for me. But the re, like, I feel like what I'm really upset about, and what I was really upset about was, I didn't have the courage to advocate for myself the way that I expected you to do for me. Because, one, it was really unsettling, that comment. Um, just his response in general, because this isn't somebody I, j- I just met. This one no, just somebody online. you were close to. This is somebody I, yeah, you had a whole list. I grew like, up with. He married. He got daughters. Yeah, like, he treats you with respect in person. He talks to we, you. We by this point had been dating and married. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was really no. They we were at the wedding. No, we, no, weren't, we weren't married. We, we weren't married. Here. We were engaged. Um, I was like, oh my god, this how he really feel? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like it was really, it was really disturbing. And for I me. had to express to you, like I understand you're upset. That's not how he feel. This is how this nigga talk on social media. But either like, way, is, it's impactful. That shit. Again, what, and, I know how you feel about social media, real or not, but. That, that has real life that I has know like it has real, real life and, impact. And impact so you have to have a real life response so that it don't have that real life impact no more so me saying you oh yeah you, the way you talk online you, you can't do that but I felt that that was my ultimate problem I, that, I didn't feel powerful enough to make to nip that in the bud because we would have just been back and forth like he yeah. would cause he didn't feel like he didn't respect me enough to be like oh, okay you know we was going back and forth but you had to come in to actually stop it which pisses me off that pisses me off. Like it's because me and you of didn't it's because of how different. you did it online. It's because of how the conversation is going. It's not like, even just about how he didn't even the 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 conversation about sexism. I don't even know. I can't even fucking find the post. It was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Three. Um, he just didn't. He thought it was a joke. So it was like, oh, because, we just uh, again because of the space that you're in. Ain't nobody like I don't take nothing online seriously. Again, people when we talk about this, people like troll and say certain stuff and like comments and like that space is not for like serious conversation. You were posting something very serious are- to you that meant something to you. And when people come in that space with not serious energy, like, oh yeah, this is an important thing. Let's talk about this. The conversation was immediately, oh well, you know, this isn't as important as this other thing. Like that automatically upsets you. And that's the conversation they start having in that space, and that's where they're coming from. But that conversation goes down completely different in person. It don't. You don't think so? I don't think not for me. I think if it was you having it, it would have been very different. It would have been very different, which bothered me. I felt like I was counting on you to advocate for me in this grandiose way that I should have just done for myself. Um, And while it's not that you are unreliable in any sense, because you did handle it, I ain't seen them since, you know? But um, at least not in that way on social media. But... Um, it just, that, that was where I was. I felt very like, I don't know, stumped in a sense. Like I, I have this history of doing this. Keep expecting family members to speak up. Keep expecting family members to tell on this person. And 
you know, and then 19 years later, I'm in therapy about shit that ain't nobody ever told. Yeah, you said that. You said one of the issues was that you had heard before people would say, oh, you know, oh, I deal Yeah, with I talked to them. So this history never... of these people who were like, oh, I'll, we'll talk about it. And then. Don't do nothing. They're the same. They're doing the same abusive, toxic, and harmful shit. And my argument shit. was like, yeah, I told you the same thing. I told you I'd do something and I did it. Yeah. So that's how that what's more important racism and sexism came up. Yeah. Um, slash who has it worse, black women, black men. That is the story that sparked that. Lord help us. <laughs> how long is this episode? Too fucking long. How long? An hour and 30. Right, we, we need could, to fight a flight yet. That's like, all right, because it's going to be quick. Engagement. Okay, so uh, thank you if you made it to this point. Yes. We were just, this freestyle conversation. Honestly, me and Randy haven't had much time face to face in a while so i really just wanted to like talk to her about the things that are going on right now yeah and um tie that into uh this theme uh of i love you more and all these divisive topics and these conversations that i think people struggle to come to a middle ground or an understanding anymore yeah um like no one wants to hear anyone out no one wants to like say oh i get your point i understand that makes sense even if you still disagree like still finding an understanding with that person. I don't feel like that happens a lot, but I know that's necessary in marriage. Yeah. Cause you don't agree with everything that Mm-mm. I think Mm-mm. or feel. I know. And I don't agree with everything that you think or feel. I know, but I will always try my best to put myself in your shoes and see where you're coming from. Yes. So engagement, what are some things that you and your friends or partners, um, discuss or believe that you're divided on? Like, have y'all ever had a conversation? Somebody was expressing something with like passion, and you was just like, "I don't feel that way at all. I don't think, <laughs> I yeah. don't think that's it." Uh, how did that go? And if you have any feedback about the topics we discuss, what are your thoughts? Please share again. Leave us those voicemails, which I will say at the end of the episode. So keep listening. Yeah. Um, or email us. Email us. We still DM look for us. those because I would like to hear some feedback on this. I feel like this was a good episode. That's just me. Mikey's into this free talk thing. That's why he loves Joe Budden podcast. They got some segments and some structure. I think that's what podcasts is. Period. They got, yeah, they, they do. It's organized on paper. It just don't sound like it. Yeah. But there is a structure. This, y'all, Lord. I, <laughs> there We had a listener, and I really hate, I forgot her name, but she emailed me about, like, girl, stop second guessing yourself. You know, it was real, some tough love. Where was this? I would have printed long, that shit and like put it, it was, up. It was early. Okay. I read it. I think we, did we read it? If you're still listening out there, young lady or old woman. That was a woman. Thank you. Because um, she does need to stop that. <sighs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm a work in progress. I'm doing my best. Yeah. All right. Fight or flight. Fight or flight. So the people listening have been listening for long enough to know mm-hmm. that when it comes to this segment, I don't have nothing. I don't never want to fight. What the people don't know is that every time I bring something up, you won't let me fight about that thing. Thank you. Now, this is my time. <laughs> this fight or flight is about you allowing me to fight about what I want to fight about Thank you. <laughs> during this segment. <laughs> there are not a lot of things that you do that I want to fight about, especially when you're pregnant. When you're pregnant, you win, right? No. No, yeah, not you do. Right. You do. You win. Also, there's nothing that you necessarily do that I. So me eating your Cheerios don't bother you? Have a, ooh. So me 
So like, where, where was this when I was asking you for things that you've done? Because you should know. Why you mad at me? No, because I forget those things. I like to cast them out. But thank you for reminding me. Randy, y'all, eats one cereal. <laughs> honey bunches of fucking oats. No, your child eats one cereal. Randy eats honey bunches of oats with almonds. But for some reason, Randy decides. Oh, so I, I go to the store and I get two boxes of honey bunches of oats. Because that's what you wanted, right? That's what you asked for? <laughs> that's what she asked that's for. That's what you asked for. That's what right? she asked for. You asked for honey bunches of oats. I go and pick them up. And I get myself honey nut Cheerios and frosted Cheerios. Because, hey, the kid in me likes frosted Cheerios and honey nut Cheerios. I'm assuming that these two little boxes are just going to be for me. <laughs> Since Randy got two whole boxes, that's just for her. No. Every morning now, <laughs> when Randy says, well, I'm going to just get some cereal. I'm like, Babe, I could just make breakfast. I can make you some pancakes. We can do something. No, nah, I'm going to just get cereal. Okay. And then she just starts looking at me. Looking at me, just waiting for her moment to ask, hey, can I have some of your Cheerios? <laughs> But baby, you have two whole boxes of honey bunches of oats. Why? I don't do want you them right want... now. That's not what I'm craving. Nah, nah, nah. That's not how this works. Then you know what you do? You ask for your own box of fucking Cheerios. I didn't know that. That's what I wanted. Anyway, so me being the nice guy that I am, I say, "Hey, babe, sure you can have some of my Cheerios." Guess how much of my Cheerios box is left? <laughs> oh, I just shook it earlier. So I don't know. Guess how much? Again, I haven't had a single bowl. <laughs> Of my honey nut Cheerios. I may have had about two bowls of my frosted. Guess how much is left in the box? I haven't touched your frosted. That's not the point that I'm making. My fight with you is eating my damn cereal when you have your own. Why? Explain yourself. I'm sorry. She likes the food you like. No, 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 no. Explain yourself. Don't explain the child. I'm explaining. Don't bring her in I'm possessed. I am not myself. Okay. So. What would you do if the Cheerios wasn't in this house? I would maybe ask me a question. What would you do if I went? What would you do if I? I would eat the honey bunches of oats. So, so maybe you should just eat the honey bunches. Of oats. But now the Cheerios are in the house. <laughs> I can't have a bowl of Cheerios I'm because sorry. of you. Why I don't you owe love you me? Another box. I will buy you a box. I don't want it no more. I wanted that box. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I still owe you. Okay. Whatever. I apologize. I'm fleeing. I know there's only one bowl left. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. One small ass to go bowl. I'm sorry. It's enough to fit in a plastic to go bowl. I'm sorry. I love you. Oh. It's yours. Enjoy the Cheerios. All I know is if I see you pouring a bowl of frosted Cheerios, I'm not. I don't like frosted week, Cheerios. Okay. If you develop a taste for them, I... <laughs> go buy your own box of Cheerios. Okay. I love you. I love you too. All right. PDA. PDA. It is who's first? You first. I need love. Okay. Well, I really appreciate you for... Oh, yeah. I had a really bad crook in my shoulder. Like, that's what it felt like. I don't know if those things are possible, but I did. And it was awful. And you actually gave me my first pregnancy massage. It was not your first. It was not my first? It was your second. Which is not better, but it's not your first. You gave me a massage this pregnancy? Yeah. When? When? you were like two months, three months. I don't remember. Yeah, you did a rub down. Did we? That was... Before, that was before you could, but that was before you weren't allowed to lay on your stomach anymore. Hmm. Yeah. That must have been fleeting. Either way, oh. I'm thanking you for this massage. Okay. It was great. I slept really good. You know, you massaged me with some icy hot, and you were very attentive to like where I was telling you it hurt. Because I love you. And it doesn't hurt anymore. Good. So thank you. You're welcome. Very much for that massage. No problem. Well, I'm glad I could be useful. 
for the listeners out there, it's not that I'm a neglectful husband. Negligent. What was what I say? Neglect. What's the same thing? You know, I'm sorry. I'm just extra. Oh, okay. Are you correcting me for no reason? No, I'm sorry. I, okay. Got to fight a fight. Horrible wife. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I am not a negligent husband. Well, I just been neglectful. at work. I, pr- I feel like it is neglectful now. <laughs> Look at me loud and wrong. Oh, God. I love you. It's just that I haven't been able to because of just literally being too tired or just not being around, which sucks. It doesn't make it any better that you know. I just feel bad. So I'm saying I love you and I'm going to rub you down plenty when that child comes out. I can't get into depth about what I mean. Because we are babysitting. Yeah, my little sister's in the room. Malaya, come over here real quick. Come, 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 come. She's this, is a, this is a podcast first. We have our very first guest. And she's hungry. And she's ready for us to drop this mic. So what's your name? Malaya. Oh. She's so freaking cute. This is my baby sister, Malaya. Y'all probably seen her in videos because I love messing with her. Yeah. But I love you. All right, go. Bye. Um, PDA. Your turn. My PDA for this yes. week. I will keep mine short. Yes, um, yes. So for the people listening... Randy and I are currently in the process of moving. Yes. Um, as it stands, we are 10 days, less than 10 days away. Yeah. From 10 days. Exactly. Yep. It's essentially, it's officially nine. It's single digits now. Yeah. <laughs> nine days away from, uh, moving into our new place. And because I have been ripping and running and I have been working and I have been doing all of these things, Randy has been, has started the packing process. Yes. And Randy's not the best packer, historically. <laughs> You're not. I'm not. Normally, what it would be is, hey, Mike, I got this stuff. Can you put it in? And I, and I pack stuff up, and I'm good. Yeah. I en- actually enjoy packing. He does. I love it. And organizing the stuff and getting the boxes right. Like, that's my thing. But um, Randy has started and taken point on it. And she actually, if I counted, I'm pretty sure it's like 12 boxes at this point. Today. Oh, well, then 18, including whatever. No, I did those downstairs. Either way, Randy did more than 10 boxes and they're like packed properly and labeled with shit. And I'm just, I really appreciate you getting that started because we have to finish packing this entire house over the course of the next two days. Yeah. Because we're still doing construction and some other things. But I really appreciate you saying that you were going to do something and then follow through with it. Because you said, hey, this morning, today, what I plan to do is drink a little coffee, even though I'm not supposed to. And I'm going to pack these boxes. And you did it. And I really appreciate you for that. I am going to take it home and make sure that everything else is wrapped up in here. Yeah. Because I love you. I did a whole room, y'all. You did. You did good. Listen to my favorite murder podcast. Don't be giving them no free promo. They don't need it. They have money. Okay. They have the sponsors. We need to be... Uh, Matter of fact, if you listen to this and you know some people who should probably sponsor us or something that we might be interested in, go ahead and drop a link. Send us an email. Let us know who should we be looking into. We need to just do the work and I we just haven't had time. Oh, wait for it. Next year is going to be some wild shit. I know. Also, that's it for PDA. Yeah. That's okay. it for PDA. All right. Call to action. Well, before we do that, let's close it out. For the person who's still listening to this right now, uh, next episode will be our last... Until... Until... January 6th. Which is a Sunday. So we will be posting that episode no later than Sunday because we're recording it early. Yeah, um, recording it tomorrow. And we will have that posted and we are going to give y'all a nice little you know, end of the year gift. And we'll be back in the new year. Yeah, because we're moving and instead of playing with y'all and putting these episodes out late, we're just going to move, get settled, <laughs> and then drop an episode. 
And it's Christmas, you know? Everybody chills. Yeah, break. enjoy you your time with your break. family. Hey, but not if you want to put them onto the podcast while you're at your family function. Do that. Do that. Pick up everybody's iPhone and just go to the podcast app and make them follow us. And start playing our episodes. Yeah. Streaming farms. All right. <laughs> All right. Be Close sure to check out our website, y'all. www.blackmillennialmarriage.com We are now and still available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Spotify. And Spotify. Please rate us there. We are currently at 100 ratings. Woo! ITunes. You didn't say that? Yeah. Yeah, we are. Damn, I need gunshots. But sometimes when I refresh it, it goes from 52 to 100 to 52. We are getting a soundboard. Thanks. I need to insert gunshots and air horns in places. Okay. Because that's, that's firework. You know that fake cheer sound that used to be from everything we did in middle school? Like, yeah! Subscribe to our newsletter. Oh, you're just going to ignore what I, I just said. I know you've been talking about a soundboard since we started. You got soundboard money, homie? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, started selling drugs again. <laughs> like, you stop. <laughs> Subscribe to our newsletter. Next giveaway will be... In our next episode. Spoiler alert. Yeah, so we alert. have three giveaways. Tune in. Well, tune. to start. Yeah. So, tune in. Because we... We know we trifling. Yeah, now we getting this end of the year stuff off. Y'all going to love us for December shit. <laughs> I don't want Mike to hype us up too bad. Nah, I'm hyping it like, up. You're gonna like it. It's good. Are they? Yep. Okay. Tune Follow in. us on social media. On Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are Black Mill Mare Pod. Thank you again for listening, y'all. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. If you dig in what I'm saying, we could go deeper. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it, I dug it, we're good, so yo, I hope you love it, I love it, I got no upper, but none above it, I focus on what the funk is, don't know it's so fierce, I'm sipping Tyler's ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Meredith Masony. And I'm Tiffany Jenkins. We're the hosts of Take It or Leave It, a podcast where we discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Join us every week where we sit down and talk about parenting, even though we don't really know what we're talking about. We have guests, we take your calls, and we get weird. Tiffany and I are just like you. We are two struggling moms who have no idea what we're doing. Join us on Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents. A cash, A cash, A cash, A cash, A cash recommends. recommends.